Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now a podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. It's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows. And just like life, we have to figure it out. And I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherry. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Yeah. Oh, baby, how Welcome to another episode of Sherapy. I'm Sherry Todd. That was a little montage on today's subject, which is help, if you couldn't tell. And the reason I'm bringing this up is uh, we had kind of a help crisis uh, not too long ago. Uh, somebody needed help, and they didn't ask for it until it was till they literally had a breakdown. And we're all like, why didn't you ask for help? And her reason was because she didn't, she didn't want to look like a failure. And of course, all of us are like, what? No way. So it got me to thinking, why is it so hard to ask for help? Now, if you look in sections of a book or you listen to the Academy Awards acceptance speeches, you always hear them or read about them thanking somebody, right? I mean, it's just human nature that we need people to help us get through things. But it's so uncomfortable to ask for help. I, I, and for me, it's, 
I've always been afraid of uh, asking for help because I didn't want to bother somebody. It's just like, ah, just whatever, I'll do it myself. And it would get to the point where I'm just like going crazy before I'm like so frustrated. Then I ask for help. And everybody's like, well, why didn't you ask earlier? You could have saved yourself from all this frustration. I'm like, I know. But you feel this. There's just so many reasons why it's so hard to ask for help. The primary reason is fear. It's the fear that will be turned down, laughed at. Uh, And they're usually unfounded because most people, when you ask for help, they're going to help you. But we have this fear of rejection, looking like we're not in control, looking like we're an idiot. Sometimes we face these threats of, of fear that overrides reason. And then, and then we don't want to risk emotional pain. You know, it's our brain. It's just, it gets us to places that it's like, why are we even here? You know, another reason for asking for help seems so hard is that we're pretty terrible at articulating our needs in a way that someone can offer constructive aid. Too often we wait for someone to notice our telepathic plea for help, and and usually we just get frustrated when no one does. And honestly, most people won't notice just like this relative of ours. We We thought they were fine. We thought, yeah, you guys are doing great. They weren't until they, until things just blew up, and then we're like, wait, ask for help. And of course, it should go, it should go without saying that you need to ask in order to receive. But the high stakes and awkwardness that sometimes we imagine in our brain puts obstacles for many of us. But the best way to get more comfortable asking for help is to get better at it, right? So I found some tips that we can use for help. First is be concise and specific. Try to be specific as possible so they know exactly what it is that they need to do for you, and you can accurately judge how much time and energy the task will take. Don't over-explain. Just simply describe what help you need, and don't apologize. Don't apologize for asking for help. No one gets excited about helping somebody when they feel like they need to apologize for it. You know, we need help sometimes, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. But apologizing makes it seem like you're doing something wrong by asking and kind of puts a negative light on it. And on that note, don't minimize your need with phrases like, I hate to ask, or it's just a small thing. This kind of suggests that their assistance is trivial and it takes the joy out of helping. People love to help. Third is make it personal. Don't ask for help over email or text. It's easier to send a written request It's also a lot easier to say no. Try to speak face-to-face or call. And studies show that face-to-face requests are like 34 times more successful. And make your request more personal by explaining why the person's skill or expertise may make them uniquely suited for this task. Like, if you need a babysitter and you're going to ask your mom, you know, tell them, who better to watch my kid than my mom who's raised, you know, 12 kids or whatever. And also don't expect something in return. Don't think by sweetening the deal with a promise of a return favor is a good strategy. And others are more likely to help 
if you show a genuine appreciation for their aid rather than assign their efforts a monetary value. And finally, follow up with results. By expressing your gratitude, you should follow up with the person who helped, um, the tangible results of their aid. You know, like if, man, I couldn't have finished this deadline if it wasn't for you. You know, things like that. People want to feel that the help that they give mattered. So those are just a little things you can do for asking for help. You know, just ask. You know, it's like a team. You have a team. You have the manager of the team, and then you have the players. The manager kind of takes care of the team and kind of guides them where they need to go. The team, they do what they have to do, what they're good at. Everybody in the team is good at something. But sometimes you need to ask help to come in and make the team better. There's nothing wrong with asking for help. Now, if you're in some kind of crisis, if you're thinking of suicide, call 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK, 8255. They have trained people there to help you if it's a different kind of help you need. They, you could also text. You can text the, the National uh, Alliance of Mental Illness. You can text NAMI. 741-741. And you could text with somebody. Just text. You can also go to the National Alliance of Mental Health Illness uh, Facebook page, and you can get some help there also. If you're having domestic uh, issues and you need some help, 800-799-SAFE. 800-799-7233. If you've been sexually assaulted, 800-656-HOPE-4673. 800-656-HOPE. All of these are free. They're all 24-7. So there is help out there from people. These people on these hotlines, they want to be there. They want to help. It's not like they're getting paid and they're sitting there like, oh, God, I got to answer this phone call. No, they want to help. They want to hear you, and they want to make you feel better. They want to help you with whatever you have that's making you go crazy. So if the help that you need is just a little more than, hey, I need you to stay overtime to help me with this project, or I need you to babysit, you need to call the crisis hotline, and those are some of the numbers. Give them the call, like I said, 24-7, and they're free. So it's been a while since I've done my podcast. Um, I've uh, Episodes have been few and far between. Um, it's been hard. My mom a lot of you may know, has Alzheimer's. And it is progressively getting worse. I'm so tired today. She was up literally all night long, kept coming in my room asking me, when are you coming in back in my room? I'm like, for what? She goes, I thought you were bringing me something to eat. At 2 o'clock in the morning, I was never in your room, Mom. Yes, you were. You were in my room. I just talked to you. I'm assuming she remembered earlier in the evening, like 7 o'clock, when I went in her room and said, are you ready to eat? And she goes, yeah. So I went and fixed her something to eat. But she was up all night. Finally, at 4 o'clock, I was able to get her to lay down and go to sleep. 7 o'clock comes around. She's, I need to turn my TV on. I'm like, oh, my Lord, Mom, go to bed. So she's been sleeping on and off today, but it's like, I need to take a nap. But because it's progressively... Uh, getting worse, it's just hard for me to sometimes get in a spot where I'm going to sit down and, and 
do a podcast and like because she is sleeping today I was able to do that um normally she would have been in my room many many times looking for me asking questions or just wanting to tell me that she hates living in LA I don't know where that came from but all of a sudden she hates living in Los Angeles okay there's a lot of us that hate it mom that's okay you know she wants to move she wants to move out that way where I don't know where that is but that's what she wants to do so it 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 can be frustrating so I'm thinking maybe what I'm going to do is maybe come on every now and then and just talk about my day with my mom and maybe if she feels like she's in a good space she can talk some of the stuff she says are heartbreaking listen to her talk about how she doesn't understand why she can't remember anything and how she feels like she's in a hole and other days she talks about things she said she wanted my brother and my niece to come in and dance for her I'm like okay well it's just a lot so I may be doing that in some other episodes so I want to thank you for listening um I really enjoy doing these podcasts. I have tons of ideas that I want to do, and it's just like trying to get to them and write them down and and put them in order where they make sense. But I'll get to it. So everybody stay safe and always remember to embrace your voice. See you, bye. You can find Sherapy with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.